Hey, this is Darian, and you're listening to episode 24 of In Tide We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies and theaters and also gets a little bit off topic. Today, we'll be discussing Avengers Endgame. I think we're ready to rock and roll. All right. So welcome to episode 24 of Entire We Trust. We have, for the first time ever, a repeat guest, Darian Harris, um, a.k.a. who's turning into our superhero correspondent officially for the podcast. Um, We are now launching, it's now available, a new home for Entire We Trust, um, or an additional home, I should say, uh, website, itwtpodcast.com. Uh, where you can access um, not only links to the social pages, um, you can listen on Spotify and Apple Music, um, but also spoiler-free one-sentence reviews and movie ratings. Uh, If you want to check that out, um, episode descriptions and songs of of the the playlist, or I'm sorry, playlist of the song of the week um, and movie soundtrack playlist with my favorite songs from the movies that we've been reviewing. Um, And also, and most importantly, a submission form uh, to become a guest on the show. I cannot guarantee you a spot, but uh, if you want to roll the dice, feel free to, to fill that out. Um, again, you can obviously listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and watch on YouTube. Uh, upload usually on Saturday, sometimes a little bit earlier. So, um, so yeah, going with uh, Darian, first of all, congrats on graduating with your master's from MSU. Thank you. Uh, Thank this you. Friday. Uh, round of applause. I don't have the sound effect, but just imagine it. Um, so uh, that I saw that you finished the project, uh, your final project yep. for your master's, right before going to see this. So you had an incredible weekend last weekend. I did, yeah. Weekend was great. Uh, purposely wanted to get it done early. I'm usually yep. a procrastinator when it comes to schoolwork, but I knew Same. that obviously <laughs> this weekend with Endgame, Game of Thrones, uh, Battle of Winterfell, I knew there was a lot going on. The NFL draft I mean, Absolutely. you know, there was yeah. just so many things going on this weekend that I wanted to have uh, my full focus and attention on. School was not one of those things. Yep. So I wanted to make sure I got everything done early. I took a little bit of a social media break and hiatus, yep. uh, yeah. a little bit of a cleanse, which was really healthy for me. Yep. Somebody that loves social media and always is on it. So doing that for three weeks and then getting the schoolwork done and being able to to now walk across the stage on Friday with the Masters is going to be uh Pretty special, obviously, after an eventful weekend. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. No, I can I can only imagine that feeling. I remember, uh, you know, I was not the greatest student, so <laughs> definitely don't miss those days. Um, song of the week. Do you have a song of the week that you'd like to share? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been listening to on repeat uh, Khalid's album, Free yep. Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love intro album. off there. Okay. But I think my favorite song off that album is Paradise. Paradise. I love right. that song. Um, I, I listen to it pretty much every day. Yep. Um, the whole album honestly is great. You know, he's a phenomenal artist. But Paradise is my favorite song off that that album. Uh, it's a daily listener for me for sure. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Khalid, I was mentioning before on the podcast that he's not one of my personal favorites, but he's one of those artists that I really respect. Yeah. Um, his song, one of his songs, uh, Bad Luck was actually my song of the week a couple weeks ago, but, um, great voice. I'm actually considering going, like getting a ticket to a show just because of how much I enjoy him as like a talent. Yeah. Even though like his actual songs, um, you know, there's a couple artists like that for me, like, like Eminem, I think is one guy who I don't like a lot of his songs, but I recognize his talent. And sometimes you sit back in awe when he comes out with stuff. 
Um, so you have to respect that. My song of the week is Apple Cider uh, by Biba Doobie. Uh, very to the left, um, but came across <laughs> came across her. She had an EP that came out uh, last year and then just recently dropped a new EP last weekend. Um, she's a Filipina artist who grew up in the UK. Okay. Um, like I said, recently discovered her and in, uh, in this track, Apple Cider, is off of, in my opinion, the standout track from her new EP. So go check that out if you want to listen. Um, next segment, new to the podcast since the last time you were on, random rapid fire questions. All right. So I like this. hope you're ready. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is no prep for these. No like prep. This. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so first, best spot in the movie theater to sit. Oh man, uh, I love the top. Okay. Yep. I love the top. I don't like people behind me. Middle or same thing for me. Uh, middle or or the aisle. Uh, honestly, I like the aisle. Yep. I like the top and I like the aisle. I like the leg room and I don't like people behind me. Yep, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, behind me. Yep, I don't like people behind me. Um, in general for movies, I know obviously with this one it was an opening night one, but in general, opening night or five dollar Tuesday. Uh, I'm an opening night guy. Yep. Uh, especially for these, I gotta see things opening night. Um, it, it's very rare that I wait to five dollar Tuesday. Although I did see this for the second time yeah. <laughs> on five dollar Tuesday, so I did both within game. Yep, you definitely weren't alone. I saw that this movie. Uh, is up in terms of second round viewing, mm -hmm. 85% from the first, uh, or from Avengers yeah. Infinity War, so that's, that's crazy. That's they just keep shattering their own records. Yep. Um, if Between these two superpowers, which would, you, which would you rather have? Flying, but only at two miles per hour, or super speed? Gotta be super speed. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, Flash is one of my favorite uh, superheroes yep. of all time anyway. Um, flying at two miles an hour, no. Super yeah. speed, for sure. <laughs> uh, speak to animals or breathe underwater? Oh, uh, I go with breathe underwater. I okay. Think. Yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, what would your superhero name be? Oh man. Um. Wow. Um, yeah, a really tough one for you after this. Yep. <laughs> I go with uh, I go with Lord Heem. Lord Heem. Yep. Nice. Uh. If you could only save two people, who would they be? Ooh. Oh, man. You could pass if you want to pass on that Jeez. one. You don't want to piss anyone off. Hurt anyone's um, feelings. Wow. Uh, I'll give you one, though. I'll give you, I'll save my brother just okay. because I was, I was raised to always take care of my brother. I'm with you. That's the rule. So that's a for sure. Always for take sure, care one. Of your younger brother. 100%. Yep. Second one would hurt some feelings. So yep. I'm going to leave it at that because <laughs> that's how I was raised. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, first thing that you would do if you got the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, man. Um, I would I would snap us back to the Alabama game so we can win that game and go win a national championship. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man, that one or or win that uh or win that Notre Dame game, the Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I might do that. I might have to take it back to 2013 and go like shuffle the refs or something. Right. Exactly. That's funny. Uh first movie you saw in theaters, if you can remember. Wow. Um I don't know if I remember the first movie I saw. The first PG thirteen movie I saw. I remember that. That was uh, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Nice. And okay. then the first R-rated movie I saw was Omen. So those okay. are the two I remember because those are like iconic moments. Yeah, those yep. are for sure. Mm -hmm. Both of those movies. Uh, yep. Last movie you watched on Netflix? Uh, last actual movie? Um, oh, it had to be it had to be Bird Box. Okay. Kind of actual movie. Nope. Nope. I lied. It was uh, what's what's the movie Monday? 
Um, what happened to Monday? Oh, I watched I got it, it after Bird Box because everybody said, and we talked about it a little bit. On yeah, the last you did. I got to watch, and I forgot so, to watch it because yep. I'm I'm a, such a show guy on 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 Netflix. But yep. I watched What Happened to Monday after everybody raved about it after Bird Box. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I got to still check that out. Um, and then uh, last one, if you could, if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, you only had one movie to watch. What would it be? Whoo! You know what? I think it would be Infinity War. Okay. Yep. All right. Nice. Um, not a bad pick. All right. So before we get into the movie review, something I was waiting to share on here. I tweeted about it a couple weeks ago, but I felt like it was only right to share it on the podcast for this episode. Uh, I had a dream about Brie Larson uh, <laughs> about a month ago, right? Um, so <laughs> I, uh, in the dream, I go to like, I get like this special viewing premiere of, uh, of Endgame. So I get in the theater who's sitting in there. Only person in the theater is Brie Larson. So we sit next to each other. We're like hitting it off. Um, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe like I'm actually like hitting it off with Brie Larson. And then, uh, and I'm like about to ask her, like, I'm like, Hey, like about to ask her out to dinner. Boom. Wake up. Of course. And it was so, it was one of those just vivid, like yep. you knew it was a real yep. dream. And I woke up and it was Sunday. Like I was out of commission the whole Sunday. I was so hurt. Like I was, I never felt a heartbreak worse yeah. than than not actually asking Brie Larson out on a date. Right. So that that hurt me. Um, so a rule to everyone: do not watch Brie Larson films right before you go to bed. There right before go. I watched, uh, I can't remember what the name of the movie is even, but with Brie Larson in it, it was a good movie. But I watched it right before I went to sleep and. Don't do it again. Do not do it again. Uh, I've been like holding off watching this other movie with her in it uh, that's on Netflix, like Unicorn Store. Uh, yep, uh, yep, I've been yep, holding yep, off watching yep. it literally because uh, I don't want that heartbreak again. Um, so also shout out to all the guys like you, like I think we were talking about before. You said that uh, the you know obviously the draft along with a whole bunch of other things with the movie and Game of Thrones coming out. Shout out to all the guys who got drafted and also who went undrafted. Um, have I ever showed you my highlight tape? Have you ever seen? Nah, man, I haven't. It's, it's I something. Haven't. It's something. So I in in college, I made a highlight tape and, and sent it to MSU football. Really? So I did. I did. They they got a kick out of it, but uh, it's it's gold. So maybe oh, next year, I didn't get picked up on a team this year. It's still some time, but but maybe next season. Yeah, I gotta so. check that out. All right. So I know we're gonna be talking about uh, this a lot. It's a lot with this movie. It's a lot. Um, I say that for a lot of movies. I feel like, but this one especially. There's like 22 films that led up to this one. Um, so it, it's a lot. You know, when people are asking me about it, like someone asked me um, the other day, you know, what uh, do I need to watch any ones? Like, what do I need to watch like a movie before this? And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what to say. Like, yeah, like everything. Like, yeah, you, have, you need to set apart like some months. Yeah. And to digest them too. Anyway, uh, Avengers Endgame, description for it, if you can even describe it. Uh, after the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of uh, re the remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. Movie came out uh, this past weekend, April 26th. Um, notable cast. So this is almost mm -hmm. laughable. Um, all the people that, and I'm sure I'm still missing names, but just to really take in, I'm going to read these off uh, as obnoxious as it might seem because of uh, how crazy it is how many of these stars were all in one room and I know that uh like um who was it that that got the uh who got the video was it um who got the video oh, of all uh, of them? Chris Pratt Chris Pratt yeah. got the video of all of them on set and it was just like yo like this will never happen again um Robert Downey Jr obviously Iron Man Chris Evans is Captain America Mark Ruffalo in the movie also Bruce Banner and Hawk Chris Hemsworth as Thor Scarlett Johansson Natasha 
Uh, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, Don Cheeto as War Machine, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, Zoe Zaldana as Gamora, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, and uh, Anthony Mackie as Falcon. Again, sorry if I'm leaving off names. I 100% am leaving off names. But just take in, like, all those, like, big-name actors and actresses that were in this film. Like, this is crazy. And not in, obviously, not in even just this one with Marvel, but just, like, that budget for it. And obviously, I don't, I don't think they're going to have a hard time with making that profit sure. back. Uh, but, uh, but insane. Um, directors for it, Anthony and Joe Russo, a.k.a. the Russo Brothers. Um, who also did, as far as Marvel's concerned, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, classic, uh, Captain America Civil War, which to me is basically another Avengers movie with all of them in it. Uh, you got Avengers Infinity War. And also, side note, they did Community, the TV series, uh, uh, some writing for Community, not all the episodes, but a ton of them, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, shows um, that came on TV. So yeah, it went off after six seasons, but uh, but really funny show if you haven't seen it. Um, also has Donald Glover in it too, who also wrote and acted for the show. So, um, really good show. Um, writers for it, Christopher Marcus and, uh, Stephen, uh, McFeely, um, who also did the Narnia series, which was a good series. So, um, you had a, had a ton of big names and it it paid off. Um, you know, we'll get into the review here, but just off of, uh, profit and what they made back. They definitely got that 1.2 billion in five days. Insane. Um, you know, it's crazy when a franchise is breaking its own records. Like that's just crazy. And they broke like one of the records that they had that they didn't, that infinity, uh, war didn't have was, uh, who had it? It was, um, star Wars had it and which Disney now owns too. So it's like, Hey, all right. (laughs) So they just beat their own other studio, you know, whatever. Crazy. Um, so before I go into it, I know we are obviously going to have a lot of comments. I'd like to ask my guests if there's, you know, something that you have to get off your chest first about it, initial comments or thoughts about the movie. Um, I thought it was a, a fantastic ending. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I saw it twice. I saw it last night in yep. preparation for this podcast. I had to see it again to make yep. sure I caught everything. Um, I think that, you know, my initial thoughts is that it just, it would be impossible to satisfy everybody. And, and yeah. just that's just life, I think. And this is a great life lesson in that. I mean, you know, people complained about Thor's character in it. Um, people complained about Captain America at the end and how they sent him off and saying he's he's too much of a man of integrity to have done what he did at the end right. um, in terms of going back and then trying to live a life with, with Peggy Carter when right. she already had a family and stuff like that. So right. um, it, to me, it, it's a movie. You, I mean, yep. it's, it's a three-hour film. Right. You, you can't fit everything in there. You, no, you it's can't, impossible. You, it's impossible. And I think that the way that they did it, the way they wrapped it up, they brought everything for first circle. Mm-hmm. Um it started with you know the first with Iron Man and ended with Iron Man. You know that's yeah. that's just was the per- was perfect way to do it. I think, uh, in my opinion, and I think it was legitimately you know a perfect way to end up uh, a miraculous a miraculous you know adventure uh, in universe. I guess my other uh, initial thoughts is I don't know where they go from here in terms of continuing. I know it'll continue, but I don't know how it continues with this type of momentum. No, yeah, it's you know, and I uh, I had some notes about that, um, you know, that I'll go on and share. Now I had it um, for how they're going to continue it, and just looking at some of the the movies that they have um, or shows, I should say, that they have planned for you know Disney Plus is launching yep. to rival uh, Netflix and obviously all the other streaming services. Netflix being the biggest uh, and Hulu as well. So 
um, a lot of these characters are getting spinoffs, if you want to call them spinoffs, or their own shows. Um, and I guess they're going to try to ride the momentum, obviously, and the success from the movies to do that. But as far as I get what you're saying, as far as like some of these other ones that still have plenty of movies left, like Black Panther, you're at least getting another one, two movies. Right. You know, exactly. definitely another one, right. but you might get three out of this one. Yep. Um, obviously, Spider-Man is just getting ramped up. So we have Far Away From Home, and there's going to be a third, I'd imagine. They have a third there. Um, so you have a Guardians of the Galaxy, which they obviously hinted at, uh, <laughs> one with Thor yeah. being involved in, which yeah. I'm here for. Uh, so that you know, that's there's still some franchises that still have some stuff to go. So yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how they do that. Um, and obviously, they all have had their own movies apart from the entire collective of the Avengers. Um, but it's, it is going to be like not the same. Like when I wait after the theaters, are we still going to have like in credit, like yeah. after the credits? Right. Like what is it leading towards now? So it is going to be interesting what they do there. Um, I know what's already in the works. Uh, you know, you have Falcon and Winter Soldier have a show that's coming out on Disney Plus for their first year. And this is just what they announced for their first year. I think there's going to be some other stuff probably as years go on. But first year alone, Falcon and Winter Soldier have a show. A show called What If featuring Peggy Carter, Captain's Girl, um, Scarlet Witch and Vision. You know, we saw that their, um, you know, their love story kind of starting to take off. They're going to have their own show. Loki's going to have his own show on Disney Plus. Um, Marvel's Hero Project, uh, following the lives of several young people in real life who are making positive change in the community. So that's going to be a really cool doc and kind of going along with like Stan Lee's, um, you know, mission of, of uh, you know, each person being a superhero and using our differences, um, you know, our differences and quirks being our superhero um, or being our superpowers. I'm sorry. Uh, Marvel 616, uh, taking a look at behind the scenes footage of Marvel creators, which I'm excited for that one too. And then Hawkeye, can't forget him. He's going to have his own series, uh, showing how he's passing the mantle on to his daughter. So they have a ton lined up here, which all of those I'm going to watch. Of course. Um, and is going to carry off the momentum of obviously this film and the ones that came before it. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the other ones though. But the other ones I I mentioned, um, they still have movies lined up. I'm excited to see those movies too. Um, so, you know, my going to the theater, you know, I, I go in and I'm thinking, what is the atmosphere going to be like? Because Infinity War was like something I'd never seen before in terms of yeah. like the clapping, the crowd interaction. I had never seen anything like that before in a movie. Um, people cheering, people standing up. I mean, it was, it was crazy. So I'm expecting the same thing. And because it was somewhat of a somber, I don't want to say somber film, because it was an emotional film. It was very emotional. Uh, definitely some like very like tearjerker moments. Um, I did not cry. I will say that I did not cry. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, definitely some tearjerker moments. Um, I watched it in like whatever the top, Emax Atmos is what they call it, the Imagine Theater here in Detroit. Um, that changed my life because like the sound, just everything was dope. Um, the guy next to me did smell like a mixture of like black and mild and McDonald's, <laughs> which I wasn't I, I wasn't <laughs> pumped up about that. But uh, but other than that though, I, I mean it it was great. The crowd didn't really cheer until the end when right. they came back out with the with the last battle. Um, we're kind of like repeating the battle of the first Infinity War. Uh, the story and rollout, like what did you think about how they did? I know you mentioned like how you felt like they did the best they could. And I agree. I, you know, usually with movies, a lot of times it's naturally I'll sit and think, how could I have done a better job with this ending? Because obviously with shows, movies, right. that's always the thing where a lot of great, you know, I'd say even classic shows and movies mess up is the ending or at least have an ending that's super controversial because it, it's always going to be that way. Right. You can't please everyone. You never can. Exactly. Um, so I, I honestly don't know how else they could have wrapped it up nicely. 
No, I think they wrapped it up a, a well. Again, I, I think that going to see it a second time yeah. helped yeah. Uh, in terms of seeing why they did things the way they did, why mm-hmm. they focused so much on going back and get to get the stones because they needed time to really ca- capitalize on uh, Tony getting to spend time with his dad, kept yeah. going to see Peggy, um, you know, uh, obviously – um, uh, the Hulk and and, and uh, the Sorceress Supreme situation, the right. Battle of New York, seeing how that played out. Seeing it was cool to see what happened like after you know the scenes that, right. that we seen like in, when they had to go to the elevator and right. they sent Hulk down the stairs. Like that's that stuff that's like realistic. It's like yeah. okay, after you have this like heroic moment, like what happens after? How do you get right. to the point where like they're pulling up to the Avengers, um, you know, fortress? Uh, of solitude kind of right. situation and, and Loki's there and Thor takes him like what happens in between that so it was cool seeing that right uh, and again I think seeing it twice really helped with that mm-hmm. um, I did see a tweet uh, that I, I totally agreed with I think that Endgame was a perfect way to wrap up this part of the, the universe and really this universe as a whole yep. I think Infinity War as a movie was a better movie yep I agree with that I did you know I think I came across I think I saw that from, from you uh, and I thought about it uh, with any opinion, I always sit back and if, you know any opinion on something I hadn't really put any thought yeah. into. I sit back and think, and I'm like, you know, I would have to go back and watch. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I would agree. You know, Infinity War was like, you know, the twists and turns. With this, you know, you kind of it's the last one, so obviously you're like predicting of like how it's gonna go. Um, and I'm like, I don't know how it's gonna go, but you know, at the end, it's a Disney Marvel film, so it's gonna end good. So I know that they're going to end up winning. You just don't know what casualties right. they're going to be. You don't know exactly how they're going to how are they going to get back and beat them. Uh so you know, I feel like they had, you know, some really good like big moments. Like there were like a lot of pivotal like I'd say like several pivotal moments. Like I, listing out um the opening scene. Um they really like I said they really pulled at the heartstrings on this one and focused on making it not just a good uh not just a bunch of action and stuff like that and giving people like oh they beat him up or whatever but just really breaking down like um how you know, the human emotion how yeah. how would humans actually react in this situation not just taking it like this is the superhero world and anything's possible it's like no like really breaking it down like the emotions behind it like how do they act if you haven't seen your friends and family for 5 years yep. and you know hawkeye opening scene when his family is lost you know and just seeing like the spiral of depression that he went down that was a huge pivotal moment in the movie um, was not expecting a Thanos death that quick, but again, how they did it was right. just—it's so clever how they did it, and and um, you know, not giving us just like what we expect, like the cookie cutter movie. That's not what we got. Um, the the new Asgard thing that was that was funny. Yeah. Um, but it it did for me just re reinforce the Thor Aquaman comparison because it made me think of that. Like they're by the ocean, they're like he's in this like Fisher Town. It made me think of that. Um, I'm typically not a fan of uh of time travel. But um, but I thought it was, you know, I thought uh, they did it well for this one, yeah. and, and it was a good like storytelling tool. Um, but you know, turning points for the movie, Thanos getting killed. That was a huge. That was a huge moment. Uh, Tony deciding to do the time travel. Huge moment uh, in his character and showing like his integrity and like him putting everyone else before himself. Uh, which you know, it always is that battle of like you know he's a good guy, you know he's a real superhero, but also he's Tony. Like obviously he's very like self-absorbed yeah. in a lot of ways but to see him like okay he's a father now and like he's willing to put like the most important thing that he's ever cared about on the line or you know not necessarily his daughter on the line but his relationship and knowing that like hey i might not make it back um for the betterment of the entire you know entire universe so that was a big moment um nebula getting exposed 
that was obviously a huge turning point for like the for the bad side, right when the good is you know yep. it's looking like all right they got it in the bag. Uh, Nebula, her true identity get, getting exposed in the past. Um, Black Widow dying. Huge, yeah. huge point that I feel like is getting overlooked now on like the is. social media it stuff. It is, for sure. And it, you know, it was a death that, in my opinion, meant more than Tony's in terms of the sacrifice um, because of the fact that Black Widow's get she never had the chance to have it. You know, I think Tony felt accomplished. Right. So it was, you know what, I'm dying, but I got to spend five good years with my daughter. She knows I love her. She'll remember me. Um, I got to marry the love of my life. You know, he got to accomplish some things. You know, as far as like business and stuff, he's accomplished everything right. he I'm could possibly exactly. do there. Uh, being a superhero saving the world. You know, Natasha, she's in the situation where, hey, I'm like just straight up committing suicide. And like, I haven't had the t- like, I have no family. You all are my family. I haven't had the chance to have like a real life and love someone. And, you know, so she's giving up even like the possibility of a lot of that stuff. So I thought that like, that hurt. Like her dying, I mean, yeah. all that hurt. His, his death hurt too. But, her death, you know, it kind of got overshadowed a bit. Yeah, no, by absolutely. Um, especially as far as the fans are concerned, it definitely did. Um, Hulk, you know, getting the gauntlet, like him doing, you know, that his initial snap was was huge. Obviously, getting all everyone back so that when Thanos did come and Thanos just, <laughs> when he blew that, bu- <laughs> yeah, I, that, yo, that was that was great. That was I agree with you that I'm not always a fan of time travel. Yeah, it almost seems like a cop out. Yeah. sometimes. Yep, agreed. Um. But I just again, it's Marvel. The way that they handled time travel with this was perfect. Yeah, it was yep. it was perfectly executed to the point where it it wasn't a cop out, and things went wrong. Yeah, and obviously Thanos was able to flip it back on them and not time travel backwards. He time traveled forward, and then there was no hesitation. That's it, what I like about no, Marvel. There's no hesitation on site with things. Everything exactly. It's on site. Oh, and man. he's not. He's not. He's not looking for for a speech and all this other stuff. It's on site. He came through. He let it fly. And so I appreciate that always with that because it makes it realistic. It's crazy. It, it, I mean, you know, and, I, and going through, you know, I kind of want to, like I said, go through the big moments. And then I want to talk about, you know, touch on each of the characters, right? Like, you know, we'll, we'll start with Thanos because <laughs> we're on him. Um, one, he might be... He might he might creep into not creep into he's definitely firmly planted in my top five greatest supervillains. Yeah, based on what I've seen and you know I I'm not a dude who like read all the comics from like the last hundred years or anything like that. From what I've seen in the in the cinematic universe, not just Marvel DC, but any as as I've grown up, he's he's definitely earned that. I mean I, I had Magneto as probably one of the smoothest villains, yeah. but his composure. Thanos, even in losing, like even when he was losing, he just sat down. Right. He just sat down. <laughs> he didn't wasn't groveling. Right. He wasn't pissed off. He didn't. It was like, all right, I lost. I lost. As he just disintegrated. Yep. No freak. I mean, this dude was the most. This dude had a retirement plan. Literally. He he snapped half the world and then went to a and was gardening. This dude was Eating gardening. Potatoes. <laughs> like just nothing. Like yeah, yeah, it had to be done. Aren't y'all like and you know they catch him and he's just like, y'all should thank me like. Even when he saw that he was going to die, he was like, oh, Destiny fulfilled itself. He was the smoothest, mo- he had the most composure. Um, and I think that goes to Josh Brolin, you know, yep. being able to play that role like that. But he is the smoothest, smooth criminal, you know, not to be, not to be <laughs> funny, but smoothest criminal ever. Um, crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that it, it I mean, he, he did what you see in this new age of superhero movies where you start trying to see what 
point of view the villain was right. coming from. Yeah. Thanos was he even said it. He said in the last battle scene, he said nothing's ever been personal. Yeah. He said, My conquest has not been personal until today. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy destroying Earth because of you clowns. Right. But before that, <laughs> nothing was ever personal. It yeah. was literally my mission is there's too many people and not enough resources. Right. I don't see any other way of going about this except you randomly get rid of half. Yeah. It wasn't I'm getting rid of this. Set of people, no. that set of people. I'm not taking this color people and that color. I'm, I'm randomly selecting right. half of the universe and getting rid of them so everybody can prosper with resources. And then right. he even figured out that the issue, which was right. you're going to get a, a, a large, obviously, chunk of people in that half of people that stays alive yeah. that doesn't realize the quote-unquote gift that they were given. Right. They're only going to remember the bad. Right. So he was like, okay, thank you for giving me an opportunity to see where I messed up. Right. I need to wipe it all yeah, out right. <laughs> and start over at the beginning so nobody remembers what Crazy. I did. And everybody realizes that what I, you know, everybody just grows up in a better life. Right. So, I mean, it's like his thought process is back and makes you think, obviously, not... To, to do that, but right. just to think like he wasn't like maliciously no. getting rid of people. It was no. literally like because of his upbringing, he was in a situation where there wasn't enough resources and, right. and they got cast out. So he was like, how do I fix the universe? Right. You get rid of half of the people. Right. And it's not it's not even it's not even systematically, it's randomly. No, yeah. It's random selection. Yep. Half the people are gone, everybody's cool, but uh, for for them to, for him to be able to see that through Nebula and then realize like where he made a, a mistake and even like you said recognize it's my destiny like he was gonna die and he still went forward like destiny fulfilled going, yeah man destiny fulfilled smoothest yep. smoothest villain of all time he gotta be um but yeah like him <laughs> him getting also I, I was I was floored that through all that is all all the efforts that the Avengers went through. They still at this fool get the gauntlet again. Again. He again. got the gauntlet, gauntlet again. again. <laughs> it was, I mean, yeah, I mean, shoot. You already went through it <laughs> once. Um, and also, if Thanos with or without stones was washing folks. He was Man. getting folks out the paint. What? Now, I know that Than- uh, uh, Thor was a little overweight. Yeah. Uh, and Tony and Cap are five years older. So right, you got to right. fact, and I haven't been in battle for five right. years. So I'm factoring all those things into the equation. But without the stones, he was still three verse one, still sliding folks out of what? there. What? I mean, the best they had thirty seconds maybe where it was like, yeah. all right, y'all getting busy. Like, like when uh, when Cap got Thor's hammer. Yeah, we got the hammer. He got busy for like thirty, 30 seconds, seconds, and then it was like, no. Nope. I was like, that was Yo, crazy. Y'all can't. And yeah. they they approached him even. They were approaching him timidly, like, right, all right y'all y'all down, right. y'all good. Exactly. All right, if y'all down, I'm down. <laughs> all right. He's sitting there, dusting, looking at yeah. his fingers. And, I mean, he's. Either it's a trap. No, it's not a trap. No, he just don't care. He just don't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he didn't even go get the... He sent someone else, a lackey to go get... To go get the stone. The so I'm a wait. I said, this guy. I mean, you got to give him You got to give him credit. The writing for that was gotta just great. Him, yep. You got to um, give him credit. So that was dope. And I think, like you said, in this, in this new age of seeing the villain's perspective and also, I think, directors and writers wanting to... They're trying to... You know, obviously, with anything, whether it be a business or a movie or... You try to recreate what works. So what worked, and when we look at, you know, probably the greatest, you know, what's what's touted as probably the greatest three-part movie series yeah. being it for uh, for a superhero is being the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. So you look at that, and it's like, okay, what did they do? Oh, they made the super, they made the Joker the most likable character. Right. In the, so they're like, they're trying to go off that a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely, I um, think so. Yep. 
So I don't think that's happenstance they're doing that. And, and it works. You know, as long as I, I like seeing the good guy prevail. So as long as the good guy prevails, I'm cool with it being like a charismatic villain. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, Thanos' character. Tony, you know, breaking down him. Uh, first of all, he looked... Tony, I, he was in space for what? 21, 22 days? 22 days, yeah. He looked like he was on crack. Yeah. I was like... It wasn't eating. I was like, yeah. dang. Like, and you they know, did a great job with that, too. They, I yeah. mean, they made it realistic. Yeah. Um, you're floating in space for 21 days. You ain't got no food. Um, you know, you barely got no water. You're barely sleeping. The oxygen's running out. I mean, that that's that's real life. And he had to come back from that real quick. I mean, like you said, you're thinking about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it went to, like you said, it went five years later. And, yep. you know, you're coming back from that. You're, you're, he's retired, literally. Yep. Cabin in the woods. He's not fighting anything. I mean, no. they're out of shape. Yeah. That's all it came down to. They're out of shape. Crazy. Crazy, man. His his daughter, I didn't realize that. And I'm like, who is his daughter? His daughter looked like uh, Kourtney Kardashian's kid, yeah. too. I was yep. like, who does his daughter look like? Um, Hulk. Uh, so, you know, at first I was like, yo, Hulk is a disappointment. He's like, when they were talking about going to get that, he's like, oh, we're a little shorthanded. I'm like, shorthanded? Right. You're Hulk. You're yeah. supposed to just be like the most on-site guy. Right. It, at all of them. Exactly. Is he supposed to be brainless? Like, let's go. Yep. I don't care. Hulk smash. That's all you know. Um, so, you know, I was, at first I really hated hipster Hawk. Yeah. Cause he just kind of became like this, you know, he's chill. He's got a cardigan on, he's getting coffee. He's half Hawk, half Bruce yeah. Banner. <laughs> I appreciated it at the end though. Cause they kind of went the route. They almost made him like beast from X-Men yeah. where he's like yeah. this really smart yeah. hat, you know, but he's really strong. Don't get it twisted. He can fight. But you know, so, so I was cool with it at the end. It was, just, you know, they did some creative things, uh, storytelling wise, you know, the, the Thor thing. Um, they mixed in a lot of, you know, I've criticized Marvel before. And I think I mentioned this. To you before, when, even when we were uh, reviewing Aquaman, how, you know, I hate how they make it, um, you know, they, the, the comedic relief in yeah, every movie. Yeah, and how I'm like, yeah. it's, sometimes it's too much. Yeah. I think that they did a good job of mixing in a lot of aspects for this movie of it just being, um, you know, being emotional. Yeah. So it's like, it is the final right. one, right? Um, some suspense in there. Uh, some twists that you don't expect. I mean, right from jump with them killing Thanos. Yep. No, I, I don't think anyone could have expected no, that. Definitely not. Um, seeing that uh, and and adding in the humor. Yeah. So adding in the humor, you know, you have Fat Thor and you have, um, you know, you have him being like this, like bum, and it's like, but really after something like that, after like that type of a turn, you see how real humans react. Yeah. For you know when you have these uh, life altering moments, and some people you know try to forget it. You know, you try to do the Tony. I'm going to just go start something brand new and try to forget it. You have some people who are stuck on it, yep. right? You have some people who never get past it. You have some people who wallow in it. Uh, you have some people who are continually trying to make it better. Captain America, yep. you know, he's somewhat in denial, but he is like, I am trying to actively get better. Um, you have Natasha who's holding on mm -hmm. to, you know, what's left. So these are real reactions from real. These are how real people react. You know, they're superheroes, but they're real people. Um, Thor, you know, having, you know, one of the most touching moments for me uh, that hit me is is when Thor um, went back in time. Uh, when Thor went back in time and uh, and saw his mom. Yeah. On the day that she was gonna die. Yep. And I just kept thinking about that. Like, could you imagine? Right. Like going back and she's like, he's like, my, I have to tell you something. She's like, don't tell me anything. Like, I can handle myself. Right. You know, whatever happens will happen. So that was like, how how could you imagine losing your mom, going back, seeing her, just the flood of emotions right. that you have then, and then. Realizing that's the day that she's gonna die. That just you know. No, I think it was great, absolutely, and I think her, her, you know, um, 
advice to him was mm-hmm. great is that everybody fails at who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. got to succeed at being who you are. Yeah. I thought that was great advice. That is great. Uh, I thought it worked. And, I, I th- and, then, and you know what? I appreciate it again. Like, like, I'm with you. Time travel sometimes is a little bit of a cop-out. Yeah. Um, if DC ever ever figures it out, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, Flashpoint, that's going to be a huge part of that. So yeah. how they true, handle that. Very but true. What I enjoyed about this one was the the people in question that needed to be spoken to or slash avoided in the past. Yeah. They knew what was going on. Right. I appreciate that. Mom was like, I know you're from the future. Right. Exactly. I know what's going on. Sorcerer Supreme was like, shoot, you're five years too early for right. Doctor Strange. I said, oh, okay. She knows what's going on. Right. Like, I like when they, they understand what's going on and you can communicate with them like that and it's not... You know, people being oblivious right. to what's going on. I I I appreciate that because I think that it it just it makes it again it makes it more realistic. It right. makes it more believable and it doesn't make it as easy. Right. As let me just go back in time, yep. grab these couple things, head on forward, and fix the situation. Like, it's not that simple. Yep, a hundred percent. Like when like Captain America, for instance, with him, with him and Tony, like they you know when they were paired off and they went back to uh, they went back to get the the stone and Loki ends up taking yeah. it. And they're like, okay, we got to go back even further. Right. You know what I mean? So then that's like, okay, didn't expect that. Yep. Call on the audible. Let's figure it out. We can go back to this point where not only we can get it, but we can also get some more juice to get back yep. to the future. So they just did it so so nicely and it all tied in together, allowing him to go back and see his father. And then also to that point of like people realizing what's going on right. when they see him. So Thor's mom being like uh, an Asgardian god or yeah. whatever. Like, she's going to understand, right. right? So, Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. She's going to understand. No, there's no need for surprise. There's no need no. for... Like, it just, and that, it, it, that makes it a lot smoother for me. Yep. Is when nobody's shocked and surprised. Everybody yeah. just goes with the flow. They go with the flow. They know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're these high beings, right. so they know. Um, but to that same point, a Captain America, yeah. he's going to assume it's Loki. Right. Right? Like, he right. didn't realize Which when he, he's too. fighting Absolutely. himself. That's realistic. He's not going to be aware of, like, oh, you're from the future. Yeah. He's not going to accept that. He's not going to be tuned into that. Right. So, that's realistic. So, again, I don't think... That all this stuff is by like chance they just did like they picked random characters to yep. interact oh, for with. Sure. Just the, the thought process behind that is impressive. Um, you know, Red Red Sparrow, she she looked rough when yeah. they in five years later. Yeah. Man, she died, she dyed the hair. It wasn't a good look. Uh it was a, a couple of the hair changes. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Captain Marvel's. Yeah, uh, yeah, Katie that was Perry a little, hair yeah, that, either, that, like, that auntie hair jam yeah. was like, you gotta, you know, you gotta keep that hair long. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Um you know, t- touching on Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, it's it's hard to say this, especially in the world we're in now. I I, yeah. I love Captain Marvel. I love right. Carol Danvers. I love Brie Larson. I love the character. Yep. It just didn't have the pop. Yep. In this movie that I think it needed to for her to be the quintessential. She's going to carry the cinematic universe forward. Right. I am not sure that it wouldn't have been a better idea to wait for her movie to after this one yep. and debut her. And Endgame. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would have been better. Kind of how like they debuted Spidey I and, think so. And, uh, I think Civil you do that. War. I think yeah. you got to debut her in this movie so people kind of know about her. They kind of know how strong she is. You right. get the after credit scene with, with Fury hitting the the um, yeah. the, the beeper. Right. So, so, okay, it's like, okay, we know she's coming. It's like, when is she coming? Wait till this movie. Yep. Have her come through an Endgame and have her come through it. Now, I know it'll put a little bit of a plot hole in issue with who rescues Tony and Nebula from space. Right. So you could have her pop up in the beginning, I right. guess, but ideally have her come through at the end like yeah. that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden the theater is like, oh, she's finally here. Oh, I forgot yeah. about her. Like yeah. somebody entered the upper atmosphere like, 
I completely forgot about Captain Marvel. And then you right. can go forward with her movie. Yep. I don't think having her backstory and origin story did her much justice for coming into this movie because there was just so much going on in this movie that it yeah. got, she got, I mean, I know it wasn't about her. It was the movie the was shuffle, about yeah. the original six. Right. And they did a great job of that. Yep. It wasn't about Captain Marvel. It wasn't about Black Panther. And it wasn't about Strange. They got, they got five minutes. Right. It was about the original six. But you got to have something to build on if she's going to be the one that's supposed to like carry the universe, which is everybody right. seems to be saying, and I'm not sure that it had to pop because that final scene with her coming through, like that's supposed to be a theater jumping scene and nobody really cared. No. It was just kind of like, oh, oh, this character yeah, Captain Marvel. Right. Okay, cool, cool. The 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 big the biggest pop for me, at least in, in my theater experience, was when Black Panther boom. It's yeah, Charlie yeah. came through and yeah, they realized yeah. that oh, yeah. hey, guess what? We have our, our crew too. Yeah. That's that was the biggest pop um, and biggest reaction I, I heard from the theater the whole night, um, but uh, and it was dead and also you know silence speaks a ton too. Yeah. Dead silence when when Cap died. Yeah. Cap, it was, pen you can yep. hear a pin drop. Exactly. So um, so or during his funeral I should say more than anything, but yeah no Captain Marvel um. I think that I agree. You know, I hadn't thought of it in that in those terms, but yeah, if they would have switched up the order a bit, I think, so. I think it would have yeah. been uh, bigger. I think that um, also to her scene with um, you know the kind of the moment of the uh, of all the uh, the women, yeah, all the female superheroes coming up, and you know, obviously it's like okay, we get it, like you know, this female power, female empowerment uh, movement that's going on, which is great. What I do uh, criticize movies for doing. Um, whether it be inclusion or just a theme in a movie, is when you smack me in the face with right. it. Right. You force can't be. So, yeah, don't. Yeah. For, when you force it, yeah. then that turns me off to it. Right. So I think that when it's more subtle, like we get it. Like without that scene, I oh, I am aware that Captain Marvel is the most powerful out of it. Right. <laughs> that, I know it. Like it's cool. Right. We, that's understood. So you don't have to reinforce it again with this really campy, slow motion, right. all the women. Banding together and it's like we got this. Right. Like we get it, we get it, Marvel, and it, and it feels like you all added that, you know, and after the fact, like yeah. doesn't feel like yeah, that was yeah, part of the plans yeah, eleven years sure. ago. Yep. That feels like, and obviously, I know that they didn't right. have the entire movie written out and filmed eleven right. years ago. Yes, but I feel like that was a that was a forced add-in, and um, you know, I, I don't I don't like that. Um, but you know, and again, not to I, I feel like inclusion and female yeah. empowerment, it's huge. I just don't want it to be forced, right? Um, because of how well written everything else was. So if you want to include that, do it. Take time on it. Right. Take the necessary time on it as you did all the other stuff. You right. took the time on time travel, which is tricky in movies. You took the time on character arcs and and you know tying in a nice bow. So don't do don't throw this in there as exactly. like an afterthought of yep. like you know what this is going to get them hyped too. Like right. this might be something that someone writes an article on. It's like knowing it because we we get it. We saw what right. you're trying to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do agree with the Captain Marvel thing. Um, you know, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Side note, made me realize that we need more. Uh, we need a resurgence in uh, sword fighting. Movies. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I'm like, you know what? We need to. What happened to the? Right. I remember going with my dad and watching like, you know, the uh, the old like karate movies, yeah. and they bring out the sword or like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. It's one of his favorites. I remember watching like some of that stuff. Um, so I'm like, we need to get some more of that. Yeah, like, I'm, that I'm down with for that sure. for sure. So if they need to, you know, they need to, they need to bring some of that back. In my opinion, um, Nebula, I, I was, <laughs> I was okay with her dying. I was okay if she ended up dying. Yeah. Like when, they, when she got stuck back in the past, yeah. I'm like, before they Thanos figured out, right. just, just offer, take her out. Offer, yep, like, I'm her cool out. with it. I'm cool with her going, going off. Uh, Ant Man, uh, you know, he, Paul Rudd's gonna Paul Rudd. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be hilarious. 
Um, I thought the scene with his daughter was was great. That was another super touching. Yeah, moment. I was I was gonna say, um, you know, and I I think Robert Downey Jr. would take the cake in this movie because it was it was a full circle movie and it was gonna come back to him also as being original. Absolutely. But I think Paul Rudd's acting in this movie was phenomenal. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was he had an intricate role. Obviously, he's 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 taking a character that's very difficult to make mainstream. Hundred percent. Ant Man. Yeah. Like what? Come on. Yeah. But the movies are great. Yep. When you finally get people to go watch them, like, no, y'all got to see these yes, movies. It's good. And still, yeah. people have been like, do I got to see Ant Man? Go like, yes. I, it's like the main point. Yeah. Hundred percent. Movie. And then like, it just the, the scene where he when he was let into the the Avengers uh, fortress mm-hmm. and was like pacing back and forth talking to himself. I'm like, yo, this is a great like he is acting his tail off yeah. in this movie. Like, I just think he did a great job. Uh, acting, and he is. Yeah, Paul Rudd's gonna Paul Rudd. He's gonna be funny. He's playing yeah. a funny character, but uh, it just. I thought his acting w- w- was great. It always has been. Um, yep. He's always been a great actor, but I just I thought that he really was able to shine in a in a room full of stars. Yeah, you know, in this movie, which was really good. Yeah, I I agree. And he um like you said, just being able to they they've done a great job. I think with um with that uh, taking taking uh superheroes that aren't necessarily or I should say in the past in our generation yeah. haven't been the most popular and making them popular you know obviously like you know Tony Stark Robert Downey Jr is arguably the best uh pairing for yeah. a role in an actor um definitely for for um definitely for a superhero movie for sure i don't know if there's one better even though like I said, Dark Knight is amazing. Christian Bell did an amazing job. But, you know, Batman's Batman. Right. You know, he's one of top three most famous and most loved superheroes. So, you know, you get someone who did a good job. He did a good job. But you're taking Iron Man who, in our generation, you know, if you were to ask pre-2008 favorite superhero, top ten superheroes, lot, mo- mainstream, yeah. a lot of people aren't saying no. Iron Man. And now I see, you know, Halloween, I see kids all right. the time, Iron Man. Yeah. I know a ton of little kids or you know, kids at, at church or, you know, little cousins or whatever, love Iron yeah. Man. You know, who you love? Iron Man. They yeah. have the Hawks. They, you know, the right. Hawks. Obviously, Hawk is popular, but I think these help with Hawk yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, like, some of these superhero movies and, and characters were maybe more popular, like, when my parents were growing up. Like, my mom watched, like, the Wonder Woman show, yeah. like, as a kid, yeah. you know, and now, obviously, Wonder Woman is making a resurgence as well. So, um, so I think that they, you know, Marvel's doing a good job with that. Ant Man, you know, starting with Captain America, or I'm sorry, not Captain America, Iron Man, but then even Captain America, taking some of these superheroes who don't have like the coolest of powers, like you know right. what I mean, like whereas some, you know, some uh, superheroes they can't get it right, and like like a Superman, where he has every power in the world, but they right. can't get the can't movie get right, the movie right, yeah. you know, <laughs> but you have like a Captain America who really is just noble and has super strength, yeah, you know, that's essentially his, he has super strength, and the, and he makes it, you know, they make entertaining films with him. Um, so I think they, you know, they did a great job again, wrapping it up at the end. I think they did a, a phenomenal job with again, Robert Downey Jr. Cause Iron Man to me, I know Iron Man has creeped up to be either one of your favorite or favorite no, or one of your favorite, favorites. You were for saying. Sure. Yeah. Iron Man still to me is like, Oh, he's a whack superhero. But yeah. like, I can but at the same time, I mean, I love him for, right. I love him in the movies, but like, if I think about like my top superheroes, I'm like, oh, Iron Man is like, he's just in a suit and he's yeah. just like rich. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's like Marvel's version of right. Batman in a lot of ways, right. not skill set wise, but as far as just being like rich billionaire, yep. playboy, um, you know, who uses his money to get, you know, and is super smart, yep. right. you know. Uh, but, but yeah, so they, you know, again, I, I love him. I love Robert Downey Jr. even before the film. 
but I think they did a great job. I think possible spinoffs I'd like to see outside the ones that I already told you are coming. Uh, you know, uh, a Thanos gardening and cooking show. Yeah, I think, that, I think we need. I think we need a that Thanos. That would be funny. A Thanos gardening and cooking show. Uh, they already hinted at as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, which you know they're gonna do for sure. I mean, they might not name it that, but you know Thor's gonna be that next. Yeah, and I'm gonna be. be. It's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I think when you they they've stapled that as being like this is gonna be comedy. Right. Like it's a superhero movie second. Right. It's comedy first. Right. Um, which I'm which I'm cool with. Um. Which they also kind of do with Ant Man as yep. well. You know, Ant Man has has a lot of stuff that moves the plot as far as like, you know, the whole Avengers theme move the plot forward more. Uh, but definitely comedy first. Uh, War Machine and Falcon. Like I said, they already have a Winter Soldier Falcon thing in the works. But a War Machine and Falcon, I would not be surprised if they end up doing that as the new like Iron Man and Captain yeah. America replacements. Yep. Um, Capitalizing, I think, again, because of uh, how big it is for uh, inclusion right now yeah. to minorities. Absolutely. Uh, kind of taking uh, kind of the pa- the torch was passed on to them, um, you know, in this movie, so to speak. Um, so I'm sure that they'll do something with that as well. What did you think about, uh, you know, Falcon kind of becoming, you know, there's that talk now. Yep. Is, is he now the new Captain America right. or is he just Falcon with a shield? Right. You know, and I don't know. They didn't specify. So I guess we'll see since they have stuff in the works. But what, how did you feel about it? I feel good about it. I mean, that's where it kind of is in the comics now is okay. uh, the Falcon take, took over the Captain America mantle. I think I could we could see a situation where they do the Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or excuse me, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, uh, show and kind of, you know, end it. With him finally becoming Captain America or, right. or something like that, where he's still Falcon for a long time, and then because he doesn't want to pick up the shield and doesn't right. think it's his, and then finally he puts it on. So, so I could see something right. like that. I was cool with it. I think it was a great way to pass on the the shield and the torch, and I knew it was going to be Falcon at the end of the day that, that that picked up the mantle. I don't think they jump right into it and make another Captain America movie with Anthony Mackie as Captain no, America. I no, think no, it's going to no. take a while. They know if better. ever. I don't even think they'd ever do that, really. No, um, I think that's why they went with the show. I, I would yeah. be shocked. Right. I, I, I don't see them doing a Captain America movie with, with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. And that's what I'm saying. Like I just, it, It's just going to be strange, you know, no pun intended, to see where they go from this. Like, what do they do with Doctor Strange? Like, I know he's got, uh, obviously, another movie that they got to do. Yeah. And, the Cat- and Black Panther's probably going to have two yep. movies, you know, do the trilogy. I know Spider-Man's going to have two more, probably. Yep. Captain Mar- Marvel just got started. Yep. Um, you know, and then who else do you bring in? You know, do you, you continue with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Do you bring in, um, you know, I think they, they had cast, like, um, Angelina Jolie in humans, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff. So you know, do do you finally get the the stupid deal done and bring in X Men and Fantastic Four? I mean, you need it. Look, didn't they? Didn't yeah, they buy it, Fox it, Studios? That's what I yeah. thought. So yeah. then it's like, when does that get rolling? You know, yeah. you, you need Doctor Doom. Like you yeah. need somebody like you need that. him to be dope too. You like need he him can't to be, be a whack. Yeah, they got they have to get Final Four together. Yep. They got to figure that out. <laughs> you got to like soon. Yeah, like yeah, soon exactly. because or else you're going to lose momentum and and it's going to be hard I think to pick it back up. Yeah. Um but at the end of the day everything's going to come to an end. Yeah. And and, and and also what I appreciate about these shows and these movies, you know, you think about Game of Thrones, yeah. um you even think you think about Gotham Right yep. now, yeah, even Arrow on CW. These shows are understanding when to end. Yes. You got to end. You have to. You yeah. got to go out on top. Yep. Game of Thrones said, we're doing six episodes for the last season. That's it. We're yep. getting out on top. We're going to break all the records and get out. Right. You know, Marvel had this plan for a year. They said it's going to be at the 10-year mark. We do Infinity War, and we're going to do one more year to bring in the next movie. We're going to do it back-to-back. I mean, we didn't even get a chance to breathe. It felt like no. we were Infinity War, Endgame. Yep. We're done. We're yep. out. 
You know, Arrow said, we're done next season. Gotham said, we're, we're done this yep. season. And I think that's so much better to do instead of being forced out. Yep. Is you end on a high note and then everybody knows and understands when you end and they, and they want it. You, you want to go out wanting wanting more, you know, right. having people want more. Um, but it doesn't mean that the universe is ending. Obviously, it's got to continue. I mean, Spider-Man comes out in July. So yep. there's, there's things coming and on the horizon. I just worry about where it's going without like an X-Men or Fantastic Four to really take it over. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. I don't know if they're going to keep these current, the current X-Men uh, group and, and casting and, you know, continue to work with them, but just under the, the Disney um, umbrella. Or if they're going to just say like, hey, we're going we're gonna to take a break yep. for like two, three years. Yeah. I mean... They don't even. They probably won't even take that long of a break. But maybe yeah, two, three, four years, and then we're just gonna start fresh. I think under- so. And see, I think that would be a great approach. Honestly, yeah. you you don't you you got Star Wars coming out in December, right. so you, you you got time with that. Yeah. Um, Disney's Disney. You know they're rolling out Aladdin's yeah. coming in a few weeks. Lion King's yeah. coming. Just- you know they're gonna throw probably Little Mermaid. We'll start to yep. see them. Toy Story fours. Mulan's coming. Four. Yeah, Mulan's coming. So point, you got yeah. time. With that, I think you do that. I think you end on this high note. I think you take, you got Spider-Man coming. I don't think anything else is on the docket right now. I know Black yeah. Panther 2 is going to be, you know, obviously develop. Roll it out next yeah. year. Wait yeah. till next year and roll that out and start slowly rolling things out and then take some time. Yeah. Do it right. Give us a chance because we got Dark Phoenix coming out under Fox. Yeah. Give us a chance to miss them and forget about it for a second. Yeah, they have to do that. Roll it out. Because I love X-Men. And yeah. I mean, I'm cool with even them doing a show or maybe even, yeah. you know, maybe an animated series again as, as X-Men has had two times before. Um, but yeah, because X-Men is probably my favorite superhero group. So I want to see them do that right. right. Um, I definitely want to see them do that right. And they're going to have to, it's impossible to do it right um without wolverine so they also have a, have to give exactly. us time to miss you jackman exactly. as well which i am not over completely yet so they no, have to they can't throw someone else in there just right now so we'll see what they do um you know uh in conclusion probably the most touching uh superhero movie i've ever seen um it, it was great i thought it was really good um what would you give um what would you give this uh on a scale of one to ten probably 9.8 9.9. Okay. Um, I don't think there's just a such thing as a perfect movie. You know, yeah, it's no, just never. you can't play a perfect football game. No. There's no such thing as a perfect movie. I think it was really high up there. I think it deserves all the praise it's going to get. I know how the Academy is. I don't expect it to get nominated for any, right. you know, not, I wouldn't say not maybe costume, worthy, but it'll get or, costume, yeah. it'll get cinematography. I mean, it's, it, 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 yeah, maybe score. I thought the score was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, again, it was just a perfect way, I think, to end everything. Doesn't mean it was a perfect movie. Doesn't mean it was the best one. I think it was uh, second, in my opinion, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some people may not even have it that high. I, I think Infinity War, again, as a movie, was better. And again, it just it just had to do with everything surrounding it. Yeah. We knew it was coming with Endgame. Like, we knew yep. they were going to win some kind of way. We knew Quantum Realm was going to be in, in the fold. We knew Time Trial. Like, we knew all these things. With Infinity War, we knew nothing. Nothing, yeah. We, we literally been- knew Nothing. We yeah. knew big dude from purple dude from space yeah. is coming down to wreak havoc and he's going to win on in this one. That's the only thing yeah. we knew is that Thanos was gonna win. Right. That first round. But we didn't know any and everything from you know from Iron Man's new armor with the nanotech right. all the way to you know Hulk uh getting beat down and then not coming out for the rest yeah. of the movie. Um to to obviously the end with everybody getting dusted away and everybody just sitting there like, Oh my god, what just happened? Like right. we've ne- I've never seen anything like before that before. No, no, never in a movie. So that was 
That was great. I give it a, a 9.2 says. I think it's the highest rating I've given a movie on the podcast uh, thus far. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was a great movie. Thought it was a great way. I mean, it, it's hard to not love it um, because of the fact that it is. It's. I didn't realize how much the film was going to mean to me personally. I was, you know, under the mindset of like, okay, you know, we got all these superhero movies. Like, yeah. come on, guys, let's like get to. You know, they're just pumping out stuff now. And I'm like, wow, like I kind of needed this. Like, kind of wrapped up like a, a large portion of like my childhood and like growing up. I'm like, oh wow, like this is an yep. important film. So, uh, so it was big. Um, definitely would suggest to go see it opening night. Um, do you have? I mean, one uh, spoilers and, and memes, being able to enjoy them fully, um, and then also because it's a great film. Um, upcoming movies. Do you have an upcoming? Movie? Um, I guess for this month, I mean, Aladdin is kind of on my list. I, I yeah. think I'll see it. If I have time, the one that I'm actually excited for is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Godzilla, yeah. I'm really excited for that in theaters. They had I had think a good that, trailer. And that's that, a really that movie, good yeah. trailer. They had a good trailer. The, recent, the most recent trailer is really good with the Over the Rainbow. Yeah. Um, I, I've always been a big, you know, Godzilla fan. I love the, the other monsters. I love Rodan. I love um, King Ghidorah, Mothra. I think I, yeah. I just I like I like monster movies. I, yeah. I think Pacific Rim. I didn't see the I did second like the one, one, but I, the I first like one the I thought was hard. great. Yeah. Um, I thought the first Godzilla movie in this you know universe is great. And they're creating a universe with King Kong. Yeah. I thought the King Kong movie was great. They King hinted Kong at they hinted at all these monsters at the end of that, and they're after the credit scene. Yeah. Um, and Skull now you have yeah, yeah that was Skull hard. Island, and now hard. you got Godzilla King and the Monsters coming up. So I think that in terms of this month, what's next? I think that's going to be the next movie for me that I see in theaters because I, I just I just like monsters smash them up. Yep. Break down the city movies, and obviously, you know, um, you know, Millie Bobby Brown's in it. Yeah. Um. So Eleven's in it. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. O- o- O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s in it yep. as well. Um. Um. Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights is in yep. it. So they, it's got a great cast, also. Um. And I'm interested to see like where that universe goes. Yeah. If they if they're gonna connect that, Brie Larson was also in Kong, by the way. Yep. Just throwing it out there. Shout out Brie Larson again. Uh. I'm ups- I'm excited for uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I am too. I, I so you know I know what I am too. I uh, love the game and the cartoons growing up, and uh, and I was like, okay, what is this gonna be like? Are they gonna do a good? And then I saw Jim Carrey was in it. And I was like, I'm sold. Because uh, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors yeah. of all time. So they have him as Doctor Robotnik, and I was like, yep, I'm in. I'm I will. Yeah, be there. I think that um, you know I, I talked to one of my friends in high school. He said it's probably just gonna be a Flash movie, a Sonic. I said that's fine. Like cool. that's fine. I, I think Jim Carrey's gonna crush it. Yeah. Like he's gonna really like like really sell the movie and, and really do a great job in the movie. You know, and everybody complains about everything. They're like Sonic's got two human teeth, and he's like, listen, yeah, like whatever, man. The trailer I thought was yeah. great, and it's like you got to go in with. Low expectations. 100%. That's yeah. how you do these movies. Yeah, he has the same real thing, long legs, honestly, small torso, yeah. but I'm cool. I'm cool. It's the same Look thing I did. It. It's the same thing I did with Power Rangers. I went in with low <laughs> expectations and I came out and said, you know what? That was a fine, cheesy Power Rangers movie. Yep. That's what I'm going with with Sonic. Yeah. Low expectations. I just want to see him run fast and that's run it. into stuff and Jim Carrey to make me laugh. And yep, maybe an appearance it. from Shadow and Knuckles and the rest of the gang, that's hopefully it. at the end. That's all I'm going in for. That's it. That's it. So, uh, I think that's it. I think that's. I think we covered it as best as we could. Obviously, we could go on talking forever about Literally. Marvel and the 22 movies leading up to it, but I think we'll stop there. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, uh, check out the new website, itwtpodcast.com. Uh, until next week, peace.